Okay, we're back again. Me, Chris, and Alex. Still no. Sorry, uh, no. <laughs> me, Carl, and Alex. Chris is still in prison. So, <laughs> so we got a great topic for this week. Um, now, personally, I've always taken the Mickey out of vegetarians because I don't know. They just like not normal people. Because I think their argument doesn't stand up after no, time. They're is eating that the plants that we need to breathe? Uh, you're quite right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and Alex, come up with the question. If you had to kill the animal yourself before you ate meat, could you do it? So if you went into McDonald's and said, yeah, I'll have a cheeseburger, please, and they'd say, yeah, there's your cow over there, go and kill it, bring us some meat, and we'll turn it into a burger. Personally, I couldn't do it. I I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I, it would be a case of, I can. okay, I've got no particular affinity for cows, but they don't do any harm, do they? It's not as though they're wild animals. Yeah. See, with lions and things like that, people say, oh, lion, no, oh, such a wonderful thing. It would kill you in an instant. Yeah. You go into a cage with a lion or anywhere with a lion or a tiger or whatever, it's just going to kill you. Even if it doesn't want to eat you, it's just going to kill you. And that's nature, and, and that's what you do, because we're further down the food chain, as far as the lion's concerned, mm. than, than, than they are. And it's just natural. It's just the way a things lion are. Is, it's an apex predator, you know. In its part of nature, it's the top dog. You know, you can't... Lion is the top of the food chain. So could you do it? Yes. For food. I couldn't just be one of those people that just goes hunting. Um, I could kill for food. Yeah, I think that's just madness. That uh, It's dumb. But, no, I could kill for food quite happily. Any animal? Uh, yeah. If you, I, if you was really hungry and there'd been some sort of zombie apocalypse. Yep. And next door's dog? Yep. Your own dog? Oh, yeah, he, he shit inside yesterday, so... <laughs> I'll put him down. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Uh, my own dog. Oh, see, that's a hard one. Um, so you haven't got much food left. He is part left. of the family. You haven't got um, much food left in the house. <sighs> I'll take a leg. You can still live. In take a leg. Bloody complete up. agony. <laughs> nah, he'll be fine after a day or two. He's an idiot. It's fine. Um, no, like, I think there are lines you have to draw. Um, you know, I wouldn't just go out and just, like, you know, I'm not going to eat every single animal that ever exists. Um, you know, I would stick to the food that I eat now, for example. So cows, pigs... Um, chickens and turkey and all that crap. So agricultural type. Yeah. Yeah. Animals. I wouldn't just go out and kill a dog, just to eat it. But I could happily do it. Yeah, without well, no uh, question. But would you use up your food supplies you've got first, and that would be a last resort, or would it be, oh, I fancy a steak? I. I got plenty of food in the house, but I fancy a steak. I think if it needs to be cooked or is not microwavable, then I'm doomed either way. But. But yeah, no, I'd more than likely use up my resources um, that I had available, and then you know every now and then just kill a cow and live off that for a bit. Because you'd have to get food from somewhere to live on. Yeah. So you'd be able to do that. I think. See, I, it's a possibility that I could, I could, do it under those circumstances. Yeah. But generally, if it was the way of life, where. They weren't processing plants, and you know, generally they weren't butchers and that sort of thing. And you had to do it yourself. Yeah. So if you want to eat meat, any meat, from today onwards, you've got to catch it and kill it yourself, and and chop bits of meat off. 
Uh, I don't think, I, for me, I probably wouldn't. But then I don't eat a lot of meat anyway. I do. Anymore. I've, I've, the last sort of few months, I don't know, I'm eating less and less meat. I've no idea why. It wasn't a conscious decision. It was just sort of, I found myself eating less and less meat. I eat a lot of everything. Um, a lot of meat, a lot of veg, a lot of fruit. Fruit. <laughs> I love it. Um, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, see? Um, but no, I, I like, I'd have to, I couldn't just eat meat. I'd have to get other things as well. So grow some potatoes or something, grow a carrot, stuff like that. But a carrot, a carrot, yeah, just, just the one, just the one. I'm going to eat that cow and a carrot. I'd get rid of peas. What's the point in them? Peas are amazing. What's the point in peas? I love peas. Oh, what's the point in them? They're just green beans without sauce. Peas uh, and get a grip. <laughs> what about little trees? Broccoli. Oh, I love them. Oh, broccoli and cauliflower. All about it. Yeah, I'm eating more veg lately. Cauliflower since, and cheese. Since that thing we had in work when it says about your cholesterol, mine's yeah. a little bit high. So I've been a little bit high. You need your dead. I've been. No, it was my blood pressure. That was. Oh, okay. But that's 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 right down again now. So that's that's okay. Would you, would you kill an animal now then? As in, rather than the scenario being that you have to kill to survive, could you could you do it now? Could you go well, and hunt? Well, that's sort of what I said store. just now. It was like in this day and age now, if it was just, you know, just the way of life is that you had to kill your own meat because there was no supermarkets and stuff like that. Um, then no, I probably wouldn't be eating meat at all now. But the funny thing is I, I used to go fishing a lot and I wouldn't really think twice about pulling a fish out of the sea, getting a hook out and then whacking its head on the wall to, to kill it rather than let it lie on the floor flapping about dying. Yeah. Try and kill the thing first quickly. I haven't been fishing for a few years, but I, I'm not even sure I could do that now. I couldn't kill an animal if it wasn't for food. Even if it's not about survival, um, even if I just wanted it for food, then I, I more than likely could. But if it wasn't for food, I just couldn't do it. Um, I just don't see the point in it. What is the point in just killing something? Well, there isn't a point, is it? It's just, it's it's just trophies for your sport. That's what I mean. It's like yeah. trophy hunting. People have deer heads on their wall. Like. Yeah, I'm not convinced that that makes any sense to me at all. You know, it's, it's like a massive American culture, isn't it? I don't think you really see it that much over here. Um, it is a massive, more American culture. There was a thing a couple of months ago, I don't know if you saw it, it was... It was in the in the papers. It made the news about this uh, American woman. I think she was a hunter, and she was in Scotland, and they'd caught a she'd shot a deer or some sort of goat or something, some uh, wild goat, and she was sort of posing with the neck by it when he was dead on the floor, and it was uproar over it, yeah. and she was saying, "I don't understand what all of us is about. You know, I just went and and killed it. It was a wild animal, and I went and killed it." Um, she said people are ignorant of the fact that there is a bit of a, a cull thing going on in Scotland that these wild goats, I think it was a goat, that these wild goats are a bit of a nuisance and a bit of a plague and uh, and they need to cut the numbers down. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I, I sort of understand that, but I don't think that's the issue. That wasn't what upset everybody. The fact was... Are you opposed with it? Yeah, she glorified it yeah. by saying, you know, yeah, I've I've got a gun. 
and I went and killed this animal. And she made it such a, a glory thing that, you know, it's, look, how, look how good I am. I think it's those things do exist. People have to understand that certain types of animals do become pests if their population isn't controlled. I mean, human beings are pests if we're, if we're not controlled. And it's the same as like pigs, boars, deer, anything. They look they look great on TV and they look beautiful and they look they have a certain aesthetic to them, but they need to be controlled. And you're not killing the animal for the sake of just a trophy. It that that animal is killed and processed in a way that would be useful. The meat will go to supermarkets or whatever it is. They're not just killed, they're used as a whole. And I think that's what I think that's what I'd like. I, I could go hunting. I could easily go hunting. If I, if I had the ability to do so, I'd have a garage set up with a freezer. You'd go hunting. You'd pay for someone to dissect the animal in a way that you could live off that meat for months and months. Just mm. freeze it and you could live off it. It makes more sense to me knowing how that animal was killed, how it was processed and how the meat is rather than just going to the supermarket and picking up a nice pretty packet of chicken breasts for £5 and you have no idea what that animal has been through or how it's been processed. So for me, it's the argument of, are you happy to do it, to just ignore how those animals are killed and go to the supermarket and pick up your meat? Or could you, could you, well, could you initiate that process yourself? Could you kill that animal humanely, take it to someone to have it professionally taken care of and then the meat is given to you or would you happily just go to the supermarket and and just deal with whatever happened for the convenience of the price? So, well, I know we've referred to Joe Rogan a few times on our podcast because like, he's our hero, yeah. and and, uh, and he said that because he goes hunting, doesn't he? He goes yeah, bow hunting, he does, yeah. and he was saying that he was so horrified by the meat processing process. Um, and, the, and the way the animals are killed in these huge numbers and quantity, that that's sort of what prompted him to go sort of yeah. um, hunting yeah. for his own meat. So he knows he's killed quickly, humanely, and it's to eat, <coughs> and not just sort of um, not just for a trophy. And I, I sort of respect that, and I understand that, and yeah. I think it is natural for us to eat meat, and it is natural for us to to, to kill animals for food. So the fact that he's doing it that way, you know, he's killing it himself, he's out stalking it and killing it, and then he's going to eat it. So he hasn't died just for somebody's glory yeah. and fame. Um, I sort of go along with that. I don't think I could do it now. Perhaps 20 years ago I could have. But I don't think I could actually do it now. But you could, both of you. Yeah. I could do it, yeah. And it's all controlled, so you have to have a hunting license. Yeah. You can only hunt at certain periods of the year. You can only kill animals. You can only kill... The adults, you you can't kill the offspring. You have to let the children grow up for the next season of hunting, etc. Yeah. There are a lot of rules and regulations that govern how you can kill the animals related to the the hunting season, and it takes skill. You can't. They don't let any random Yahoo get a hunting license. You have to have skill with guns. You have to take lessons to learn how to use the rifles, how to where you have to shoot the animal in order for it to die humanely and quickly and if you've seen like joe and some of his hunting friends they are amazing with bows their, their skill is fantastic and they, they practice and practice and practice because 
I know people can say how controversial this is, but when they kill that animal, they kill it quickly. They kill it in the best way that they possibly can. Yes, they're killing an animal, but they're not killing it for the sake of it. They've taken the time and care almost to respect the process to hone their skills to kill it quickly. And then that meat obviously goes to feed them and their families. The amount of meat you can get from one deer is unbelievable. It'll feed you for half a year. If you if you use it correctly, it's the same with cows and pigs and whatnot. So, yeah, I totally believe that the process of hunting, if followed properly, is is fantastic. It has a lot of benefits to us and the population, and it's the whole nature thing, isn't it? It's about well, it's a natural thing. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's what we spent thousands of years doing. Yeah, it's it's a natural way of controlling the population. You don't cull it; you control it in a in an efficient in yeah. manner, and that and that's what. Nature has always been about the strongest animals eat the weaker animals, but they don't eradicate the population because something else prevents even apex predators like lions. They're, they're not. There's not an abundance of lions just because they're at the fo- top of the food chain. You know, nature has a way of taking care of everything, so it's it's very even across the board, and that's exactly the same. Going hunting. back to something you said a couple minutes ago, um, obviously going to a supermarket and just just grabbing a pack of chicken breasts. And not knowing that process, would would you then be for having the way the animal died on the pack? So being told this animal was bred to die, it died in a processing plant with thousands of others. And a, what a little photo of it how it used to be. Little, little <laughs> yeah, photo like a video before clip. and after. Little photo of Alfie the chicken <laughs> and um, before and after. Um, but would you prefer then to say this was processed, this was put through a grinder, and it's now this? I don't know. I, I, it's something, but I don't think it. I don't think it quite captures the process of. Because if you go to an abattoir and actually see how they kill their animals, I think it's the. It's the atmosphere and and the and viewing being there present when that animal is killed will give you an idea of what it's like so if you say like you can write it all down and say yeah we took the cow into the room we put a bolt through its head we then strung it up and it's words at the end of the day you're not experiencing what it's like so when you're there in the abattoir you can you know the smell of the cow the smell of the animals the noises that it makes when it's being killed it's not just about knowing how it how it how it dies it's about seeing it and experiencing it and i think that would change a lot of people's opinion on on eating because it's too convenient to go into a supermarket and there are pros and cons to that if it wasn't for that industry how many people would actually have the means to eat that food because it's relatively cheap and it's available to people who aren't because meat was always a luxury it's always been a luxury throughout history for people who can afford it or Back in medieval days, as we mentioned, they'd have to rear their own pig. If that pig died, that would be catastrophic to that family because that's all their food gone for a certain period of time. But obviously, they would take care of the animal themselves. They'd raise the life. They'd raise the the children, you know, purely to eat it. So, just depends on your opinion on whether you're happy to live with the convenience of going to a supermarket because we all do it. None of us have the ability, or very few. People have the ability to go out and hunt animals for the meat. So, you know, the, the supermarkets and whatnot and the convenience of that provides a lot of food for the general population. But 
you have to accept the fact that those animals are mistreated significantly. You know, a friend of mine, um, he, he's got a small holding and he's got pigs, I think he's got chickens and a couple of lambs. Uh, and he sort of has them from young, feeds them up. Then he take them to an abattoir, have them sort of um, killed and chopped up. Uh, and then he'll make like sausages and steaks yeah. and, and uh, chops and faggots and stuff out out of that. Now, mm. if I was, if I had my own sort of animals like That's that, now I'm not an animal lover as such. I, I'm not big on sort of dogs and cats and stuff. But if I had, if I'd had them for like a year and every day I was going to feed them and, and everything and having to call a vet because there was something wrong with it. So you got to make sure it's, you know, okay. I don't know, think I could then take them to an abattoir and say, yeah, can you chop this up for me? I think you have to have the mentality of, like, I've got on this for it to die. Yes. You can't think of it as... A pet. As, as, as a pet, as such. It's you a product, not a pet. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. not... It's difficult. It is something that you are just using. It's like it's it should be like growing a carrot. Yeah, realistically, it's just something you're using. One carrot. One lonely carrot. Um... Yeah, you can't you can't go into it thinking, oh well, you know I've got my I've got my lambs, I've got my chickens, tend I look after them all the time, spend some time with them. You have to be straight to the point where I feed them with this time, I leave them, they grow up. Year later, then take them to the abattoir, they die. That is the mentality you gotta have. Otherwise, you it would it would destroy you, and you wouldn't be able to do it. Happened to Gordon Ramsay, I think. I don't know if this was exaggerated for TV, but he grew a pig in his own backyard, I think. <laughs> he grew a pig. He, from he the raised ground. his own pig. <laughs> um, it became a family pet. You know, his children grew up with this pet. They loved it. They named it. They used to buy accessories for it because it was a household pet. And then when it got to the age to be reared, he had to make the difficult decision to take it to an album. Because he was there. He watched the entire process. He was in tears. You know, the, the great Gordon Ramsay, who you'd think how many animals he's, you know, cooked and processed in his yeah. life. But uh, yeah, I think cooking it is. It was the personability of it. I, I think it's different than obviously to seeing it grow up and seeing it die. Like, imagine actually working in an abattoir. Imagine your job is to kill and strung up animals. You'd have to have a certain mindset for it. You've got to have a complete disassociation with an animal yeah. and animals in general. And I think it, it, that's a job where you leave work at work. You know, you can't think about it outside of work because it would probably eat at you. Because mm. then you start to think that oh, I just do it for my job. And you think, well, I'm killing things. Things living. I'm, I'm, I'm murdering it. Like, what am I doing? See, we say this about, there's always talk about um, killing a living animal, creature, whatever. But what about plants? Plants are living, living things. Plants communicate, or trees will communicate with each other. They're incredibly complex things. And yet we don't think twice about that. It's a different type of living. I know, it's, you know it doesn't necessarily you know, look at you. You know, like you don't get like, like you don't see a tree walking, you don't see someone with a leash around a tree walking to the park. Like, no, you don't. It's a different type of living, so you don't, you don't think about it in the same way. I suppose it's the definition of what is... What, what is living, is. yeah. Because I think 
you made a good point. It's the it's the way that the animals look and act. So, when, so when, if you compare, I don't know, a broccoli plant to a pig, yes, that broccoli has got, you know, it, it grows in the same way that any other animal would. It starts off as a seed and it grows into a broccoli plant. There's chemical reactions that cause the gro- broccoli to grow, the colouring, etc., etc. So would you define that as being alive in the same way that a pig works? It's, it's the same thing. It starts off as a, as, a, as a baby pig. You feed it, it grows. There's chemical reactions that cause it to grow into an adult and so on and so forth. But I think it's the... I guess it's just the way that those animals live. They, you could, do they have personalities? Does a does a broccoli plant have a personality? It's the, I don't know, is it the way they look? Why why are we, why do we perceive these things differently if they're just food to us? Why is it more difficult to kill a pig than it would be to harvest a patch of broccoli? Yeah, yeah, that's sort of my question because I mean Prince Charles is is well known for being a bit mad, but playing music to his plants and flowers and stuff. And they've shown that if you play the right type of music, a bit of Chopin, your uh, your plants will grow better. Yeah. So they're responding to outside stimuli and everything. Yeah. You know, they're reacting. So, but yeah, I think it is the fact that you know, with like pigs, for example, you know, you you physically see it changing you see it you have to put in you have to you have to feed it you have to do this for it you have to do that for it and then it moves around with you you can get attached to it you it can look back at you i think is the main point of it is that it can look at you could be the eyes i think the eyes might be an important part well i think that's what it's all down to is the fact that this thing uh, you both say in the same thing is that it can you know it can look back at you and you've got to look at any eye and say, I'm going to kill you. Well, you don't do that with a carrot. No. If you're no. pulling a spud out of the ground, you don't think, oh, I could have just taken daddy's sprout or oh. potato away from his family. Potatoes have eyes. <laughs> but then if you're about to put a bolt through a cow's head and you're standing in front of it and it's looking at you, it's a different, might, it's a different thing altogether. It might be the action of killing it as well. You know, plants, you're harvesting them, you pull them out of the ground. I'm putting a bolt to a pig's head. It's the action of what you're doing. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, will make a massive difference as well. It's quite. A, yeah, I mean, it's it's a primitive violence, isn't it? You can't. You, you're ending the existence of that animal in quite a brutal way. You're not, you know, as like a potato. You take it out the ground. You dust it. You dust the soil off, and there you go. There's a potato. But for a pig. The process is brutal. You kill it. I think, I think they, they cut its throat, I think. Yeah, they do. They and cut its throat and let it bleed They up. hang it up. It bleeds out. They then uh, they take the internal organs out. They, they cut the pig. They take the organs out. They clean it. They skin it. I think they char it a little bit just so they can cut the hairs off and things. And there you go. Are we then, you know, for people that think like I do, that, well, I couldn't do it, are we then losing our primal instinct that for millions of years has been sort of, you know, DNA to do this, and now it's well, the fact that I couldn't do it. No. No, I think... Or do you think there was people thousands of years ago that had to feed their family and saying, yeah, I'm not, I can't, I, I can't think it's the fact of, 
they had to do it is why they could do it. It is it is based off survival. That's what they had to do to eat and live. Now we don't have to. So why why would you want to? You don't have to do it. No. So. Well, I think if we're going to eat meat, someone has to do it. And now we leave it up to supermarkets and much larger yeah. businesses to kill those animals for us and present the product to us. But when you, when that part of our life is controlled with a business, it's the same as any other business. They're going to do whatever it takes to make as much money as possible from those animals. And that generally means pretty terrible conditions for them. So it's a, I suppose it's a moral question. It's it's always convenience over over money. If it costs you five quid to buy chicken breasts from a supermarket, would you rather do that than have the infrastructure to raise your own chickens and spend the time doing that, knowing that the meat that comes out of that process is ethical? You've controlled everything from A to B rather than just being ignorant of what happens in the background because it is so much easier when you go to a supermarket and you've seen none of the history of that animal yeah it's just there's a couple of pieces of meat in a tray with some you know cling film over the top and a price sticker and it's just oh i'll just take it home and i'll chuck it in a frying pan yeah yeah like there's that I, yeah i just it's a weird it's a weird one and that, and i wouldn't say people are losing their instincts to go back to that i just say it is more just the fact of you don't have to do it so I don't really think a lot of people would want to do it. No one, no one likes to kill something, except for trophy hunters, mm. and they're a weird bunch. They're just sick. So to wrap this one up, I would say then, no, I couldn't do it in this day and age. If I, if, if they said, yeah, this is you have to go out and if you want a burger, you'll have to go out and kill that cow in in the field over there yourself. Pick a cow, any cow, use a knife. Um, if I was starving because of the zombie apocalypse that we mention every week, I think you'd you'd have to. If there was people dependent on you and you were starving and they were starving, it's like, well, I've got no choice here. Yeah. I've got to go out, yeah. get a rock, whack that pig over the head, and I'm going to have to cut him up and start cooking him. I think in the to, situation... To survive. Survival instinct is going gonna, is gonna to overtake yeah. the um, ethical side. Yeah. When it goes to that base survival of it's either me or you well it's either my family or your family strongest man wins basically yeah, yeah that's that's yeah, no you're right it's it's the instinct is to protect yourself yeah. isn't it and everything yeah. i mean if the zombies come in through the door now i'm i'm behind you two oh yeah alex is the closest to the door so <laughs> alex is the first one that's chowder yeah put me down <laughs> i'm hungover and then what we'll do is survival of the fittest. Then when he's getting eaten, we're out for the fire door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's there's a thing of biscuits over there, so we'll uh, we'll grab a pocket full of biscuits. Yeah, while he's getting chewed, I'm gonna grab the biscuits and we're out. And the we'll door. leg it. Yeah, I'll become a zombie and then find you. <laughs> there we are. Okay, I'm gonna wrap that one up then. Thank you both. And we come to the conclusion that um, I couldn't kill animals just for meat, just for the sake of it. But if I have to, because of a zombie apocalypse, I would. Thank you both, and thank you to our listener. Speak to you next week. Cool, thank you. Muchas gracias.